This might be a good time to mention <clears throat> that this wasn't my car. <laughs> this was not my car. This was my boyfriend's car that I fucking borrowed in the honeymoon stage because <laughs> he was so kind to let me. Thank you. But it wasn't. It was <laughs> I was like, this is, this is bad. This is fucking bad. Nothing can be as bad. At least, you know what? At least nothing can get worse. And then I saw him. I looked up and through the trees, there was an old man on a porch right there watching me with his mouth gaping open in shock and also anger. He was fucking mad that he witnessed what he witnessed. Welcome to the Blackout Diaries, a show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I am CJ Sullivan. And uh, today, each week on the Blackout Diaries, we have a different theme when it comes to drinking and storytelling. And this week is a biological disasters. <laughs> Personal biological. Any fluids? Anything that, that come you, out you, of you, the... you were intending to keep inside the body. All right. But drinking got it outside to... at the wrong time and wrong place. Leaks in the vessel, if you will, <laughs> kind of the uh, human temple, um, can come from any kind of holes. We're gonna have a uh, we have a we have a, a DJ yes. on the show today, with a hilarious story. Jenna Jenna Nixon, great uh, Jenna friend Nixon. of the show. She's actually performing at our live Jenna show tonight. Nixon. She's a regular at the Blackout Diaries. Tonight, as we record, not tonight as you listen. Correct. Tonight, as in it already happened a week ago. That is correct. Yes. To the, listen, to the listeners, mm -hmm. um, just want to make just making sure if you're coming out to see the styling of Jenna Nixon, retell her. Well, although she's going to know a separate story that she's doing. That's to, correct. This, one, yeah. this is a classic one. This is a classic. This is a classic one. Uh, involves bowel movements, leather jackets, car <laughs> details, a lot, a lot of things going on. But we'll, we're going to break down. A lot of things get ruined during. Due to biological disasters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drinking, you know? yeah, everyone talks about how drinking ruins marriages. Right. But we don't talk about just how many carpets get ruined and yeah, bedding. Wardrobes and stylings and furniture. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the clean scene. So we're going to break down the science later on of why we uh, why we have to go so much when we drink. Yep. That's a, uh, why we piss and poop more situation. often when we're drinking. Why it sometimes comes sure. out when we don't intend for it to come out when you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll break down the difficulties of doing that in the drinking scene, specifically in dive bars and all that. Mm -hmm. We'll have an open invite segment, which is always a favorite. Yep. And um, yeah, we'll get into it. Let's get with uh, Sean. You, you're not. I know you're not. You're not much more of a uh, the, more of the. Some people are defecators. Some people are peers. Mm -hmm. Some people. No, uh, I've never had a problem. I'm like a camel. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you inside, you can, right? yeah, I, I'll store that as long as I need. You know, I, I get uh -huh, down but, anything, but the, I'm I am not without my own faults. I okay. uh, went through a phase where I would vomit, and I would have no idea you, it's coming, 
And then I would also now, so that's already a bad fault. To add, yeah. to make it even worse, I would open the least convenient thing in the room and vomit into that, like drawers. Suitca- right. I'd vomit it in, into a suitcase once, you know. Into a suitcase, yep. Into a. Br- I, I ruined. Uh, Jess one time was so mad at me. I opened up just her dresser drawer, vomit into it, go right back to bed. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was thinking. She's right. getting ready for book club. Opens up that drawer. Uh oh. And she couldn't read her book for book club uh, because I. She, you know, she had to explain up, that to everyone at the book club. <laughs> this is like the night dresser right by the bed. Correct. Yeah, and like okay. through a long series of coincidences, they had the book was called "What's the Problem with Kansas?" Where like uh, the thesis of the book is that Republican voters sometimes vote against their own economic interests. They had through a series yep. of coincidences, they had at the book club the director of the documentary of. Wow. Um, what's the problem with Kansas? And she has to be like, well, I actually can't answer your question about how faithfully I thought it departed from the book in the end because my husband vomited on my copy of the book. <laughs> well, I think you answered the question. This is exactly what's wrong with Kansas. <laughs> I mean, sure, these politicians might be against us, but uh, also I like getting. Uh, yeah, we like to. You know what they always things. say about American politics? You, you you vote for the guy you want to have a beer with, right? Excellent. I mean, I right. represent so the average voter. Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a review of a book. That's for sure. Um, yeah, there's some some people get like have a pride of not being sick when they drink like that. And they, yeah. They, 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 I've thrown up and I'll throw out the date they have yes. done it like since then. You know, I'm like, I'm like I've seen you do it like five times since I've known you. Nobody um, wants to throw up, but no, of course you, you, you not. just gotta right. embrace it. You know, I mean, you used to back when you were drinking, you embraced it more than anyone I've ever met. Yeah, I could do it no problem. You, like, you wouldn't even break like stride. Like a horse walking, going to the bathroom at the same time doesn't doesn't even affect its day. Going through, um, uh, we told the famous story, of course, with the uh, at the party in the orange jumpsuit. I've done that many a time. Once I was in a corner of a bar, and I like you know you drink like I'll cough and like like kind of like I'm coughing to the side. Like hold on, like yeah. having a conversation, and then I put my head to the side and like. Uh, Kind of the hand goes up and the fingers go up, kind of like you're blowing a horn, like it was, but it's like a sprinkler system. Kind of, it's like you're like, doing taps, you know, waking up the exactly. waking up the barracks. <laughs> Absolutely, and I did that one time. I remember, I think it was at a college bar, and I just like sprayed it all over, thinking, thinking it's just like you know, discreetly to the side, and then to continue talking with them. They're like, no, you can't. I remember people were like looking at a bar, like you can't still be here after this. Have you here, buddy? <laughs> I mean, right. at every level, at a legal level, at a customer service level, like the uh, everyone yeah. is really upset with you right now. I mean, you just sprayed this like right. like a rhino marking its territory. And, yeah, and I'm like, but 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 that's done with now. Like, I, yeah, I get okay, I'll, I'll, How could it happen again? <laughs> right. <laughs> I've discharged you know, everything. You have that euphoric feeling after you vomit. You, you feel know, great. I mean, like right after why? Why, why didn't I do this amazing. earlier? <laughs> you tell everyone. Have you guys tried this yet? I do hey. it every time I drink. <laughs> well, and I think that's great uh, intro for uh, Jetta's story, CJ, because I love it that whenever we do this, it never goes according to our plan. <laughs> right. Because we, we have about two seconds of forethought, like, okay, this is happening. And we're like, okay, I think I can, I think, uh, you know what, I think I have a way to manage this, and it never works, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So with that, with that being said, without further brew, let's get into Jenna Nixon on the night 
that got away from her. And here is Jenna Nixon. Let's start clapping for my friend Jenna Nixon, everyone! Thank you, Sean. So, um, I'm going to tell you a story. I think it was like 2017, so it's vintage. Uh, <laughs> summer of 2017, you know, pre-whatever we're in now, pre-end of the world. Uh, it was summer, um, July, 4th of July. And my friends, every year, they have a get-together at the beach, a beach day. And so I drove from Logan Square to see, I know, hipster. <laughs> so I, dr I drove to the lame town from the cool town to see my friends. And uh, I had to park like several blocks away. And uh, on the walk to the beach, I saw a hot dog stand. And I was like, well, okay, first of all, hot dog stand is a very loose term when it's a man sitting on the ground cross-legged with a Ziploc of hot dogs and a small grill. And I was so fucking hungry that I said, eh, it seems safe, that seems fine. I will take two, sir, <laughs> thank you. So I pay him, I take my two hot dogs, and on the walk to the beach, Hollywood Beach, I'm, I'm eating my dogs and having a great time. And I, I see my friends, hi guys. I walk over to them. We frolic or whatever people do on the beach for like an hour or two. It's a lovely time until I got my first cramp. <laughs> it's like, oh, what is that? I don't have my period. What the fuck is that? I've never had food poisoning before. So I didn't know that that was a warning that was like, you have to get to the bathroom within 30 minutes. <laughs> so I just went, oh, guys, what was that? I had like a weird thing. And they were like, oh, it's probably because you're drinking cheap beer. <laughs> Old style. <laughs> so about another hour passes, and, and the cramps were, they were increased. It was, uh, it was like a thunderstorm where you're like, you, you f hear your first like, you know, thunder, and you're like, okay, it's far away because it's it's a, it takes a lot of time. But then when the thunder is close, and you probably shouldn't go in the pool, there's thunder every second. So I, I was like, guys, I I gotta go find a bath. Is there a bathroom? And they're like, yeah, about like a half a mile down there. So <laughs> I start walking, and I get to the bathroom, and there is a long line. So I wait in the very long line as things get increasingly worse. Then, when I finally make my way up to the bathroom, there is a pool of about two inches of water <laughs> in the bathroom, still just standing water. There are children splashing through it, screaming and looking under stalls. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I need... A, I need privacy. B, I am like way too classy to defecate here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I walk back to my friends and I'm like, guys, I better go. I like, I love you guys, but like, if I don't go, I might shit my pants. And they were like, ha ha ha, and I was, because we know I'm an adult woman and I have control over my bowel functions. Like, this is not. I'm not gonna really shit my pants. So I walk back to the car. 
I get in my, my car, I drive. I'm going down Broadway and no, there just nothing is open because it's the 4th of July. And every place that was open had a little sign that was like, no bathrooms for the public. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I, I keep going. I turn onto Western. I'm driving. And that is when I see the beautiful glow <laughs> of the most majestic place I've ever seen. CVS at Western Irving Park. This is the actual location. So, I'm so excited. I can't even tell you because it got a little bit tense. I, th during the drive, I was like, oh, this is actually worrisome. I, there might, I was kidding when I talked to my friends. I might actually, there might be a problem. So I shuffle like really awkwardly up to the doors and I feel pure joy as I pull on them and they are locked. Oh, no. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when you, I've, I've heard this as a thing, I mean, it's just me, but like if you, if you think you see a bathroom and you've been holding it for a long time, <laughs> your body goes, oh, we can relax, we can relax, we finally found one. So things start moving. And I was like, oh no, 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 it was a false alarm, but the doors are locked, stop it. I run back to the car, I get in, and I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do? And then I see there is a sort of parking space next to these dumpsters <laughs> in the back of the parking lot. So I pull in and it's too late. It's just fucking too late. And it's, it's, it's mortifying and it's debasing and I know this is gonna be the last, maybe the last day of my life, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I pull in and I look around the car like, okay, no, I'm not shitting my fucking pants. I am an adult woman. I look around the car, the only thing in the car is my favorite leather jacket. It is real leather, it's the first real leather item I ever bought. And I'm like, but it's the only one and I don't want like a UTI, I don't know what could happen. So I grab the leather jacket, yeah, yes. So I grab it and I put it under my fanny. Like, <laughs> like a fucking hammock and it happens it starts happening and i can't it's against my will it's against my will i can't stop and it's happening and it's not like your beautiful like textbook solid stool no it's it's something else <laughs> so it's happening and it's like it was one of those things where i had to just like laugh while it was happening on purpose because i was like if i laugh maybe it's not that bad <laughs> so I've got this under me and I go and then it's and then it's over and I was like well I have to decide what to do next there's just I have decisions to make and I look and there oh no that's not the right hold on that's okay look and there's this is the distance I went back by the way I went back to the scene of the crime to take this picture <laughs> I'm like you know what there's the, there's the dumpsters right there. So what I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm brilliant. I'm going to take this shit hammock that was once my awesome jacket, and I'm gonna just pull it over to the passenger's side. I'm going to wrap the arms like it's a to-go bag. It's just gonna be like a little to-go bag. Pull up my pants, and I'm gonna just put it in this dumpster. That's no big deal. Uh, I hate myself, but that's what I'm gonna do. 
so I, I take step one and I pull it over to the other seat. And much like a hammock, it just spun the fuck upside down. Shit goes everywhere. It's all over the fucking seat. It's all over the floor. It's on the car door. I screamed like a primal fucking scream. And it was like, ah! This might be a good time to mention that this wasn't my car. This was not my car. This was my boyfriend's car that I fucking borrowed in the honeymoon stage because <laughs> he was so kind to let me. Thank you. But it wasn't. It was. I was like, this is this is bad. This is fucking bad. Nothing can be as bad. At least you know what? At least nothing can get worse. And then I saw him. I looked up and through the trees. There was an old man on a porch right there watching me with his mouth gaping open in shock and also anger. He was fucking mad that he witnessed what he witnessed. He was mad. And so when he saw me and we locked eyes, he went, And then he got up, went in his house, and closed his fucking door. I never saw him again. I was hoping that he had like a fetish and that he was gonna come down and talk to me. I never saw that man again. So, I thought, okay, I need to get the fuck out of here as fast as possible. I throw the coat and I book it out of there like a bat out of hell as fast as I can. And then I realized there are cops everywhere. It's the 4th of July. If I get pulled over and they see this shit show, literally, I will be mortified. So I'm driving like a grandma. I get to my house, pull in the driveway, go inside, come out with cleaning supplies, and I scrub the shit out of the passenger side of the car. I'm like, this is good. I did a great job. It was debasing, and I hate myself, but I did an amazing job. But I should probably see it in the sunlight. So I drive it back out into the alley, there is still a mark. I make a bunch of calls. Nobody can take me to a detail shop except for one place, but it's $300. <laughs> so I go to a de detail shop. They clean my car, but beforehand they said, "Okay, so what's uh what do you want me to what do you want us to do?" And I said, "My dog had a little accident." <laughs> oh my god, you know how it is with dogs. <laughs> And I saw it in their eyes. They knew it wasn't dogs. Those <laughs> <laughs> fucking bastards. So two hours later, $300 later, I got a car like new. I bring it home. I get home. I drink. I bust open a bottle of wine, and I chug it. I chug a full bottle of wine in the shower while crying. And I don't know if you've heard about this, but alcohol is good for some things. <laughs> like forgetting. <laughs> so I drank it, passed out on the couch, and forgot everything until I hear a door close. And it's my boyfriend, home. And he says, hey, baby. And I go, oh, hi. And he goes, go back to sleep. I'm just going to, I got to run some errands. So I'm going to go out to the car. He goes out to the car. And for some weird reason, he came right back. <laughs> Said, Jenna? Did you get the car details? 
it all comes flooding back. And I think, why the fuck did I do everything else right, but I forgot to tell him, I forgot to tell, make something up to tell him. So I go, um, yeah. And he goes, that is the nicest thing that anyone has ever done for me. And I smiled and I said, thank you. I mean, what can I say? I'm just like a really good girlfriend. <laughs> That's my story. <laughs> And we're back in the Blackout Diaries. Sean Bear Flannery, CJ Sullivan. That was the hilarious story from Jenna Nixon, who is now joining us in the studio. Jenna, thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yes. DJ Jenna Nixon. At at our live show, we have stand-up comics plus people that don't have a comedy background. You were one of the first ever performers I think we had that had no comedy background. You're a DJ by trade. Yeah, I think that I, um, I think I had done some like stand-up-ish stuff. So I'd done some like live storytelling that were mm-hmm. comedic, like yeah, comedy-based, and then, um, and then I started doing stand-up a little bit after I did the Blackout Diaries because I was like, oh, this is fun. I'll do caught the jokes bug now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, caught the bug. I'll write now some fun puns and the, just text yeah. them on yeah. stage. Yeah. More, more people, <laughs> more people need to hear about me shitting on a jacket. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone needs to hear it, and now everybody can if they want to. Yes, they are, and they and they just did, which was great. Um, <laughs> I loved everything about that story, especially the beginning of starting the day right off with the hot dog guy on the highway going to the beach, the Hollywood Beach yeah. in Chicago, because uh, we all know those guys. The ziploc, the ziploc bag lying on the pavement in the sun. This is July Fourth. Yeah. This date, this party happened. That's oh. that. yeah. That's that's ripe for bacteria. Right yeah. There. <laughs> well, I love that you, you eating that before, before. This just to start your day before you meet your friends. You know, you weren't even drunk at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. I was. I I, I wasn't drunk until I got home from like you know after that, I got drunk to forget. Like some I was people just, get drunk to have yeah. fun. I get drunk for the opposite. Reason. I was just saying that's what I love about the story. The drinking doesn't happen until after the debacle happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like, <laughs> I can't blame this on drinking. Right. And if I could, yeah. I then you know I wouldn't want to tell this story if I did because then I'd be like drinking while driving, which you know I would never do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just to recap real quick, you had you had the bad hot dog. You sense it coming. Yeah. Think something was going to happen. You go to the bathroom. Uh, the the bathroom the ba- the beach bathroom is a de- is a debacle. That's under as you said. You're a little yeah. too classy. I like how you said you're a little too classy for that situation, but yeah. not too classy to shit in your car after <laughs> five minutes later because yeah. once urgency once urgency starts pushing towards the edge, well, class kind of goes out the window. Yeah, but 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 you did hit CVS on Western Irving, and then uh, I I agree with you. That's like seeing a church. I love I love those CVS, First, I, especially in the <laughs> summer because their air conditionings are amazing. Like when those doors open, that wind yeah. hits you. You're like, oh, oh my! I, I can fake shop yeah. in there like for four hours. I couldn't even think. I wasn't even like focused on the AC. I was just focused on relieving my bowels. No, so of course. I didn't even think sure. about all the sure. benefits, the added benefits you're talking about. <laughs> so why was it closed? So because it was Fourth of July. I guess I, I actually have no idea. I, I'm, a, I'm assuming it was a Fourth of July thing. Maybe they, you know, maybe they celebrate. 
Yeah, I mean, it's only like yeah. end, of, end of the world situations where like a CVS or a Walgreens is closed. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? In my experience, CVS is the one that's randomly closed at weird times. Like, it, mm. it closes. I feel like they close at early hours and such. You know, Walgreens is reliable. I should have chosen a Walgreens, but I didn't think I could hold out that <laughs> There's long. There's no time so. for choices. As you said, you're driving by well, things. Yeah, beggars and, can't be choosers. Shitters can't be choosers. Shitters can't be choosers. <laughs> Thank you for titling this episode. <laughs> <laughs> So you saw a lot of like no, you know, no public restroom. That's what I hate about today's society too, the no public restroom yeah. situation, yeah. you know what I mean? That's I a- think they abolished that recently. I think there's now a law, if mm-hmm. I remember accurately, there a law went in place where you are allowed to shit wherever you want now because of people like me who can't apparently hold it. <laughs> yeah. So. I like when they still try to throw covid in the situation. No, nah, I'm sorry, covid. Like, come on with with the yeah. with the covid. There's no other restriction going on in this place of business except for yeah. not letting customers use a restroom. Yeah, I actually uh I I had to make um a public restroom pit stop the other day. Okay. And uh and it, I get there and it says, yeah, like no, no public restroom due to COVID, something like that. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> I just, I really had to go, not as urgent as in the story, but right. I was just like, I had to have been holding my bladder for a long time. So I just, I don't know where this lie came from, but I was like, I'm pregnant and I'm going to puke. It's not just morning sickness. It's like all day sickness, which is completely <laughs> untrue. I, sure. And they let me, they right away were like, ma'am, go ahead, go, go do That's it. You're awesome. pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you know, even if you even if there's a small, you know small the small chance that you are telling the truth, they just know they don't want to deal with any of this that yeah mm-hmm. that tornado coming at you. Like, look, ma'am, whatever Reason you need to do I in there. <laughs> like five thousand, why it's good that men can't get pregnant is we would be using that excuse <laughs> ten times a day for yeah. everything, you know. Yep. yep. Oh man, and then so so then you go so it was into the, your the, the jacket choice is an amazing choice and. Um, <laughs> And you Amazing. loved this jacket, right? Like this was like your favorite jacket. I you, loved you this selected. jacket. Yeah, it was actually the only leather jacket that I was ever able to pull off. I've tried other leather jackets and I'm like, yeah. what is this? Who am I? Do you Let's feel in real. retrospect you should have just like, I don't know if you have like like floor mats in your car or something. Just There was nothing that mat. I, you know, like I'm trying to remember if there were floor mats. I don't know, but I, I feel like in this moment, it was going to happen so quickly right. that I yeah. just was like anything. I don't care. Sure, I don't care sure, about how sure. much it cost. Just anything other than directly on the car seat yeah. and mm-hmm. anything other than getting out of the car. The funny thing is the first time I ever told this story, um, I somehow skipped over the part of like why I didn't get out of the car to do it. So everybody's like, why didn't you just do it right. next to the dumpster? This is like, I don't know if you recall the layout of this CVS, but there is yeah. no private space to like, yeah. Take a it's surrounded by shit. apartments no, and it, like uh, foot traffic. Yeah, and absolutely, everything. and as yeah. you and you were right because there was a, there was a man on the porch watching you. You said right, he yeah, took a, the man who was yeah. disgusted, disgusted. No, no, he was jerking off. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he, he he's was also disgusted. disgusted. He could also be disgusted and aroused at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, also was discussed, which I love about the story. The, the groans from the audience is—that's always a good blackout diary story. When it's just yeah, absolute, I love that absolute groans. Wait, sorry, like, you you cut out you cut out right when you said that you were the what? The groans, the groans from the, the audience. audience just being like, oh. Like, also the disgust. Like as soon as you said that you went for the jacket, <laughs> women were shrieking. Like no, not the jacket. But you weren't familiar with yeah. the car, so I can understand that. And then uh, talk yeah. me through the spinning the. the Tying it up like a hammock, and then it spins, and then it goes yeah. literally, literally, as so you say, shit everywhere. this is that I, this is something I like, I knew this was a risky <laughs> way to do this, <laughs> sure but was. basically I had it 
under me, you know, like I didn't, it's not like I sat down and just, okay, I don't know how to describe this without intensely graphic detail, but mm-hmm. I was like, I had to, you know, be squatting it's like basically. Those, um, like those things, like the horses at Navy uh, Pier, like that have like the, um, almost like the, uh, the basket behind them or something like that. Like that's my division <laughs> that's I have. Up, yeah. yeah. Is that there's like a pillowcase behind you, like an old horse or something like it's, that. Yeah, it was all just a hammock. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I, I, <laughs> so I like, then I was like, wait, I didn't think this through. How am I going to get this into the dumpster? How am I going to like do this? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just like, I'll pull it over towards the other seat. And then I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking genius. I will tie the arms and it'll yeah. be like a to-go bag. I think I right. might've said this in the story, you did, you but did, like in the, bag. yeah, <laughs> like a to-go to bag. I believe this is perfect. And then when I was doing that, it just long upside down it was like <laughs> it was very unexpected and um oh god it's yeah still- not to not to yeah. criticize jenna but i think you might have got a little too cocky at that point because i got too cocky because you pulled off the plan you execute you're 90 percent there i mean you, <laughs> the hard part was over with you yeah. bet you know and you're bundling it up and then you got cocky and then when you went the bu- the double bow and it to go bag and that's when it's spinning <clears throat> and it went everywhere that's now, exactly what it was and yeah, now you got was- a real problem on your hands <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were god. saying um, when we were uh, getting ready to record this, you were saying surprisingly you're you're kind of glad this whole story happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm not like okay. I'm not like truly glad. Um, it Bl- was blessed. I mean, if you it, will. It was blessed. <laughs> I uh okay. So or I I should say this was a this story was maybe a self fulfilling prophecy because I was at a. Um, I was in a wedding party, so I was one of the bridesmaids, mm-hmm. and all the other bridesmaids. We're all in a room getting our hair and makeup done. And they, I don't know how it started, but somebody told a story about shitting their pants. Everybody's laughing. And then every single bridesmaid is sharing their story of shitting their pants. Yeah. And I have never felt so left out. Like, <laughs> they had epic stories, like amazing stories. One girl, she um, she shit on her pants at on a date and then she just had to ghost. She just had to like walk out on the date. And she's like, I really liked him too, but I had to, I just had to make up an excuse why we didn't, why we weren't compatible just so I could get out of there. (laughs) So like everybody's going around sharing these stories and I'm like, damn. Well, first of all, I had like a superiority complex. I was like, Oh, I would never let this happen to me. What are these girls? Are they that sloppy (laughs) or that sloppy? Like, and but then at the same time, I I felt like an equal mixture of like superiority and jealousy. I was like, well, I don't have any funny story to yeah. share. And then lo and behold, like a couple years later, I got my own. Like, so I got, now I, gotta, I, I want to do over. So right. <laughs> I got to get out there and live. I got to yeah, live like the, I was like, you I got to reconnect with all the girls in this wedding party and let them know <laughs> you were driving with it in your car. I kind of it reminds me of the scene, or I, when I was listening to it, just thinking of like of Pulp Fiction when they had the, when they shot the and there's like blood all oh, over the, the car. Yeah, yeah, they had to call Wolf. <laughs> they had to call Harvey Keitel to clean it. The Wolf, and that's what you're yeah. so you're scrubbing, but of course yours was shit. And then you eventually brought it to the car detail place. And yeah. uh, blamed it on a dog, which is hilarious. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I should have brought they the dog like with me to make it more, yeah, to make it more right. real. I should have brought my dog as a prop. 
<laughs> How big is your dog, by the way? That would, that would have to be. You know what? It, my dog could never produce a shit like right. that. Right. Like your I'm dog sorry. would probably say, hey, that's don't. where it always falls apart. Yeah. You the, know? the dog would <laughs> like, well, leave me out. He's never this. the right size dog around. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, if you could. Mess. If you could rent like a German Shepherd and right. I could like rent one and bring it with me, this this guy did it. Yeah, that, that would make. Yeah, that's more. a great business idea. I feel like Stanley <laughs> Steamers carpet cleaners like should offer that as like because my brother one time vomited or uh, uh, puked. He was really drunk all over this really nice carpet. And we were at a party mm-hmm. and he had to call Stanley Steamers and they should offer that like, hey, listen, for an extra two hundred dollars. We'll bring a big dog and say he did. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll give you the whole package, you know? Yeah. So they didn't have any questions asked. How much did you tip these people? That's what I was kind of curious of as well, Do you, if you recall. So, um, wait, say this again. Wait. Did you tip them, I hope so? Like, you know, like they, oh, they, yeah. they didn't well, have so any questions Like besides besides the dog. Like, okay, we get it from here. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. move along. No more questions. I don't. I know I tipped them well, but I All don't right. remember. I don't remember yeah. an exact figure at that time. You know, this was years. This at this point, this was years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you <laughs> asked. Is there a standard tipping fee for? <laughs> Let me call them and g- have them pull up my history. Maybe they keep a note of that. I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure you're flagged on your history on your record if you call back again. <laughs> I'm sure they also <laughs> know if you're tipping more than. 40 bucks at a car wash, they know you're shitting it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're basically, you're tacitly telling them, right. you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys deserve this money. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jenna, that's such a, a funny story. You, I mean, you're around drunks all the time like us uh, with your job. Yeah. You're a you're DJ, you do a lot of wedding parties, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, what's that like to be, be sober behind, I'm guessing you're mostly sober behind the DJ booth, just seeing all this chaos around you. Yeah. So, um, I've seen some of the worst behavior you could possibly imagine. I've seen, you know, I used to take notes when I, um, when I first started DJing, I had the foresight to be like, I'm going to take notes. So I, I was basically just observing people and writing down what I saw. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm like, I don't know another DJ that's done that. I would love to like go back into my old computer and pull these notes up. But like oh, yeah. a couple of stories, I have a couple of stories that stand out in my mind of just like the weird shit I've witnessed. Let's hear yeah, go for it. Or the weird shit I've like just experienced. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, okay, let me see here. So one time um, there was a very drunk girl she stumbled into the bedford which was a bar um in wicker park and uh she stumbles in and i could tell like just watching her walk into the party like alone she just she just comes onto the dance floor and i'm watching her thinking oh she's just gonna dance by herself no she just hawks a loogie onto the dance floor (laughs) while everyone is dancing around her she just drunkenly like spits like i mean a lot of spit and then started dancing. <laughs> yeah, kind but of, it was like, it was like, you know what I mean? I, I saw her do the, like, where you, you like, you know, inhale the, like, you, you know, she did mm-hmm. that. And yeah, spit a huge. Maybe yeah. it's like an old Russian, you, like when Russians are mad, you're like, you call this dancing and they spit in disgust. Disgust. Or something and like then, that. then they show yeah. you real dancing or just marking her, yeah. tur- marking her turf a little bit. It was, I, I honestly think she was so drunk that she just didn't, she was not there. She wasn't all there. She was, she was blackout. Like she had drunk. no idea she did that. She thought she, you know, I sure. spit outside. Why can't I spit right here on this really nice carpet? Like, what can I That's do? <laughs> on this like a uh, Persian rug that could probably cost a couple grand. <laughs> yeah, I think so there's early... that. Yeah, for sure. What's, that? What's the other one that sticks out? 
So another one was just, um, so I was DJing a sorority party and this was when I was really young and timid, you know, I was like, I was not, mm. I didn't have the confidence that I have today. And, um, I think people being assholes is what built my confidence. So, yeah, right. um, so I have to actually thank her. I wish I could go back and thank her for this, but like, she was the first person who was extremely rude, um, where I didn't have a couple of her requests, but I played a ton more of her requests. And then mm. at the very end of the night, uh, she comes up and she's like, oh, one more song. We want one more song. But like as a DJ, the venue does not allow that. Like right. there's, mm -hmm. you will get in trouble if you go any, like a minute past midnight, they'll be like, yeah. turn it off because they can't, mm. you know, they have to let their staff go home and all yeah. that. So, so at the end of the night, it was like five minutes past me turning the music off. She comes up, she's like, we want to hear one more song. We want to hear. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was so nice about it too. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, I wish I could. It's been such a fun night, but I can't. Mm -hmm. And she just looks at me with like utter disgust and she starts backing away from me. And she's like, and then she screams at the top of her lungs, don't tip the DJ. Oh, man. Don't tip the DJ. She's making this like a, she's shouting it. And like it's a, a song. Jesus. Don't yeah. tip the DJ. And as she's doing this, she's backing up away from me. She trips Backwards over a chair, yes. backwards over a chair, bashes her head on a coffee table and starts sobbing. Yeah, oh man, that's perfect. And guess who? Guess who's the only person who helped her get up? <laughs> you? you? Come on, Me. yeah, yeah. Bad, yes. bad move, bad move by you. You, think you. Her I mean, you, her la you laugh and pack up. Like, <laughs> they probably see this nightly. <laughs> Yeah, you could tell they were so unfazed by it that I'm right. like, they don't even like this girl. They don't like this sorority sister of theirs. <laughs> so, and I bet she still did. And did she tip you for that at least for helping her get a concussion? No, no, she was like disgusted that I was. Of course not. Her. That's why you should have <laughs> left her. <laughs> oh yeah. man! Well, Jenna, that was amazing. Jenna, where else can uh, where else can you say? I know you're in you're, Chicago, and uh, you're, yep. you're DJing. You're saying. Uh, clubs and weddings, of course, you get the request. Uh, it's really a nightmare. Where else can they? Uh, where else can the people catch Jenna? Yeah, how can our listeners follow you or uh, see a DJ somewhere? Let's see here. Okay, so they could follow me on Instagram, which is at Gold Noise DJs. Yes, Gold Noise right. DJs, um, and <clears throat> then. Uh, that I usually post, I'll do like some posts about like where I'm going to be working, mm -hmm. but like it's a mm -hmm. lot of times beauty bar and that is the most fun dance spot in the city. I love working there because people are just, I feel like it's like, that's where everybody goes to be joyful. There's yes. never, there's never, never anybody yelling, don't tip the DJ there. <laughs> but um, shout out yeah. whoever put that chair behind her also on a, on a dance floor. That was God. I think that was God. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the most instant karma I ever witnessed. Fantastic. That's awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Um, perfect story. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, thank uh, you so I, much for joining us, Jenna. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and then I'm performing actually at Blackout Diaries this weekend, but I don't know when you're posting this, uh, so this it's probably... probably All right. will not have... This will air <laughs> after that, but uh, okay. that does give us another chance to plug our live show, 10 p.m. every Friday, where you can see hilarious Chicagoans yes. like Jenna telling great drinking stories. Golden Records DJ. Golden mm. Noise DJ. Awesome, <laughs> Jenna. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Welcome back to the Blackout Diaries. I'm CJ Sullivan, along with Sean Flannery, and that was hilarious. DJ Jenna Nixon. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> great interview uh, about DJing and a great story about... Um, I still can't believe that the... the uh, 
the leather jacket. The leather jacket got so many groans from the audience. It's hilarious. But but I do love that drunk mentality too. Even though she wasn't drunk of like bundling it up, like getting cocky with it. Yeah. You know, and now I got like this whole package. You got to remove. Like you got to. <laughs> you got to keep that same urgency you did when you were. <laughs> yeah. When you're releasing it, but you know the hubris, the hubris to think you can solve mm-hmm. this problem. Absolutely. Um. So so going to the bathroom when you uh, when you're drinking, even when you're done drinking, when you fall asleep, mm-hmm. your your body your body's not done with you. No. Apparently, and I guess there's uh, there's um, the science behind scientific it. reasons. Yeah, why this happens, Sean? Why don't you get into some of the science? There's a couple reasons, and it's it's separate for both peeing and pooping. Those there's there's different things. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you're drinking a lot, but also the brain has a um, signal inside it in the kidneys from to, they basically okay. keep you. They tell your body to keep producing urine. And the reason they do that is because your body thinks it's being actively poisoned. So it's trying to flush everything out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this vomiting, it, it, it all comes down to that, that alcohol is poisoned. <laughs> and your body's trying to reject yeah. it. So it's actually a good thing that your body's doing this. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, you're basically, your body is like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got to flush this all out. We got to flush this all out. Somebody just tried right. to assassinate you. I don't know if you're paying attention, but don't trust anyone around you. And then we throw another rum and coke back, and he's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody tried to kill him again. <laughs> and then it also, so on top funny. of all that, it's producing more urine. It relaxes all the muscles in your bladder that are normally mm-hmm. in charge of holding that urine inside the body. So now it can come out all. And I know some guys that just pee the bed every single time. Like, they, they, they've had to get separate beds to save their marriage, you know? Yeah, I had a roommate who did that. He would pee on his girlfriend every night, and she was just like, you just got to stop doing this. <laughs> like, this is what I do. I'm sorry, you <laughs> know? And <laughs> they do talk about it like it's inevitable. Right? Like like going yeah. bald or something. How are we going to stop uh, this? Yeah. You know? You can't make fun hey, of my If you can find here. a pill that'll solve it, fine. <laughs> but I'm not changing anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. That has to so you you hold in more you, you definitely hold in more um, while you're doing it. And then yeah. once you once you do so there has to be signs once you do it then it keep like oh once you break the seal yeah. that's got to be a kind of a myth I think it's just more your that is a myth that is an absolute right? myth yeah <laughs> you're just producing more urine and there has to be a right. first time but yeah th- no there's exactly. been multiple studies that there's no such thing as breaking the seal I mean bodies don't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just a common like Body. logistics of it. You, yeah. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Your bladder isn't like, well, I mean, now that I've already gone, yeah. I'm going to change how I work, <laughs> you know. Right, now that the floodgates are open. I remember there was drink specials at college bars that would, it was like, drinks were, uh, you know, like whatever, penny pictures or whatever, whatever the college deal was. Yeah. Until someone broke the seal what? in the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is the most irresponsible special oh, I've ever horrible. You got Absolutely like a bathroom horrible. monitor so here. Look, you're going to publicly shame the person there. who has to go use the restroom. Bouncers. I mean, they were, you know, oh, the, the my customers God. became bouncers. That's hilarious. We attacked each other. Was like, that, was that when you were in Pittsburgh? Was that a bar you went to, or you just heard of that? Yeah. I did go to the bar, yeah, yeah, but it was in Philadelphia, actually. It was outside of Villanova when they did that. Yeah, it was That's pretty That's hilarious. Pretty Until amazing. somebody breaks the seal. <laughs> yeah, so people wouldn't let anyone else go to the bathroom. Well, yeah, or, or you're just going to send people, you know, we always talk that in IT security. If you don't give people safe options, they're going to do unsafe things, right? Like, they're going to start <laughs> peeing in the <laughs> right. streets, peeing in the corners, you know? Like, it's not going to yes. be good, you know? 
I mean, I think eventually, you know, I think I think it was like break the seal or two hours, whatever, to, whatever, to whatever whichever was. came so first. He couldn't, <laughs> right? So you couldn't have people dying at the bar. <laughs> well, I mean, this is something that you and I have seen, CJ. Um, yeah. Which uh, we were at a bar, you know, because what happens? Like, uh, what what was that one four a.m. bar that Bronger used to always like that only had one bathroom? Ravens. 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 Ravens, and it was like, what in the hell are people going to do? Like, the line is too uh-huh. long to deal with this. You know, people right. are in crisis here. Absolutely. Sometimes and just getting to the bathroom it can make you look in disgust. I remember uh, back in our old visitors locker room days, mm-hmm. our radio show. We had a we had a Christmas party yes. one time. Papa Crunch around Papa this time Crunch of the year. It was yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Christmas parties, the, the greatest time of the year, mm-hmm. especially in Chicago. December is great. Um, holiday parties are just great for. Uh, I'm drinking to begin with, and it was at the uh, it was at a bar called the Blue Line. Yes, which used to be under the actually, Blue Line. I think on Western, right. uh, I believe it was in the Bucktown area. Yeah, it's on that whole Damon and North area. Yeah, there, you're but, right, but a little yeah. off, but a little off it though. Yeah, so. but yeah, under the blue under the Blue Line, there, mm-hmm. I guess whatever. Uh, <clears> so whatever, it was a holiday party. Very drunk, everyone was, and that bar was just packed. And yes, it was like, yeah, it's a one that one corner bathroom back there, and it looked like a, yeah, it looked like a stadium with a crowd trying to get there. So I remember. I mean, it looked like a TSA security line, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like for leaving the worst country in the world. Like everyone's just angry and delayed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I'm like, that's an absolute no go. That's a non-starter. Non-option. Right. And and, uh, I think Pat was was there and even said, yeah, just go out, you know, go go outside. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, we so, acted so like we were camping. The... We were in a very public intersection. We're like, just go pee outside. What are you doing? <laughs> it's one of those Chicago like eight-way intersections, yeah. too. Like, it was like five different angles all coming in. It's very crowded. And it's a nightlife area, too. Yeah. So it's bustling, very, very bustling. Packed. Yeah. <laughs> but there's something with the holiday spirit, you know, when there's a little snow on the ground, you got a Santa hat on, and, you know, people are just. You know, it's, there's it's, a guy it's... collecting for the United Way, jingling, right. you know. <laughs> there's enough bag, chaos that you just... think you could get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, but I remember just going outside, and then and I think and then once you want to step outside in the snow, and then you're in a new environment. And I, then I forgot where I was leaving from. I just knew I had to go to the bathroom, so I just started going to the bathroom against a wall, mm-hmm. which was a subway wall. I'll give it that, you know, it's a brick wall. Yeah, but totally lost track that this was out in a very public place. Next, thing you know, when it was, you hear that old wah wah yeah. cops, that cops, you know, that <laughs> wah wah cop siren thing, and then he put the old fashioned like spotlight on me. <laughs> so there's a spotlight on me and my silhouette. As I'm urinating against the wall, and then, and then he gets on the he gets on the mic. You know when the cops don't even want to get out of the yeah. car because it's so cold, because yeah. <laughs> it's so cold when they get out of the mic, they're like, "But what what are you doing? Kind of what are this, what are you what are you doing here?" <laughs> I'm like, "What? Come on!" I was almost like, can you, get the, "Can you get the light off me, please?" You know, as everyone's staring at it. But then it hit me like, "Oh, that's right. This none of this is uh, <laughs> permissible, legal." And the guy, and the guy was like, "You guys, like, I wouldn't let you, but but, but I mean, you can't." He, he was just so mad about how open it was. Yeah. Like you're, you're right. You made no attempts to I hide mean, in the shadows, yeah. disguise yeah, you, your intent. I even think he pointed to an alley for me. There's an alley right down here. You know, this isn't New York. There's alleys <laughs> in the city just for drunks like you. <laughs> so I took my medicine, got that ticket. I, I, I think eventually we were. I remember you walking those. back in, and we had seen the flashing mm-hmm. blue lights, and it all happened yeah. fast. Like I honestly, you came back so fast, I would have never assumed you were issued a ticket that quickly. He printed it out real quick, rubber stamped it. Listen, we hand these out like they're Christmas cards. <laughs> yeah. And you came back and you you showed us the ticket and we were 
flabbergasted that you could get arrested for that or get ticketed for that in Chicago. All right. I know. It we acted like it was a jaywalking ticket or something like that. And he did it too because you seem like I just have to do it because of how, how flaming because there's women going. Right. And people are screaming and things like that. And, uh, and of course, just like those jaywalking tickets, they don't show up for the court date. I think I got thrown out. Yeah, so like, I have a buddy who had the same exact mean? thing. It was the first ever concert at um, Northerly Ireland. Island. Northerly Island oh. is a venue in Chicago, right downtown. Yeah. It actually, famously, this is a great Chicago story really quickly. It used to be an airport called Miggs Field. Mayor, our Mayor Daly at the time wanted to turn it into a park, but he was okay. vetoed by both the city constitution and um, I think all the, the city council. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you remember <laughs> right. this or not. I think he was still living at the time. At night, he sent crews there that just bulldozed the runways while planes were in the air still. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like his press conference the next day was the most gangster press conference I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They're like, why'd you do that? He goes, well, we don't know who did it. We're going to have to launch an investigation. Go, Maybe that airport did it to itself. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so they, they quickly turned it into a concert venue in, in the first concert, which yeah. is hilarious. This place isn't prepared at all. It's all new grass. It rains, turns into mud slicks. Who's the first performer? Jimmy Buffett. Okay. So it's all just forty year olds drunk <laughs> yeah, right. out of their mind in a in a mud pit, <laughs> and they don't have enough. They didn't construct enough bathrooms, so then they had porta potties. But like the porta potties were like yeah. like slipping and everything. Like it was just a disaster. There was like a famous story about all the Yelp reviews of Northern Island after this because like it's all Yelpers mm-hmm. were there and they're just like you know right. disgusting. Like nothing works. <laughs> mud pit, you know. So my buddy, um, he's like, okay, yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I just got to urinate in public. And like, he just sees a bunch of people pissing on, on sure. a hill. Like, there's kind of bushes there. And he goes up there. And uh, the, Chicago, <laughs> the Chicago police just have actual school buses that they're arresting people in waves for public urination on. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> like a process. <laughs> you know, you just get processed. Yeah. And, and like, they basically, uh, if you don't fight it, like you kind of did, he j- they just give you a ticket and you, right. they're like, go enjoy the show. <laughs> It's like giving you like like merchandise or something. <laughs> but if you fight it, they arrest you. Like there were a bunch of people fighting it, and you know yeah, they're like, yeah, you know, yeah. fuck yeah. you, I, you know. Then they arrest you, right? So. Yeah, no, yeah. Except, oh, that's a, that's a good uh, rule tip for any time you interact with the cops with ticket. Oh, except always accept everything right there. Hundred yeah, percent. If they've out. started writing the ticket, they, they, there's nothing you can say. unless you're like a right. district attorney or something like that. There is nothing you <laughs> exactly. can say yeah. that is going to get you out of that ticket, and you're just going to get yeah, in more the, trouble. But um, so he shows right. up for his court date, kind of like you. The cop doesn't show up, but he's you know he's my buddy's in his forties. He's wearing a suit, and mm. um. They just assume that uh, he's um, the lawyer, and uh, the prosecutor comes up. He's like, "What do you What do you think we should do with this guy?" And he goes, "I'd love for you to just, you know, plead it out and say, you know, time served or something." He goes, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> like the judge is like, what are we doing? And the prosecutor's like, oh, we've reached an agreement yeah. with the uh, the attorney. Right. Uh, we're not prosecuting, you know. That's so funny. Yeah. Where's your client? I'm the client. What? <laughs> yeah, he told the prosecutor after. The prosecutor just laughed. He's like, he's like, they don't That's show so up Don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Another thing I was reading about the science of this, of why we go to the bathroom so much, is caffeine also gets it. First of all, it's a... Um, Oh, what's like an anti-diuretic or whatever they pronounce it? But yeah, it's mm-hmm. it all adds up to just more piss. 
Because it's all liquids you're drinking, especially mm-hmm. if you're drinking like 18 rum and Cokes, you know. You're drinking like eight, 18 of anything is just going to be bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they're saying, uh, like, because one piece of advice was like, you know, try to drink less pitchers of beer and more gin and tonics, per se. You know, let's just let less liquid. Set an alarm for yeah. the middle of the night. But if you're drinking rum and Cokes, then now you got a lot of Cokes coming in yeah. you, too. <laughs> so, it's, so it's caffeine. So when, so you go to the bath, like you're going to the bathroom, but then you go to bed, and then, uh, like you said, the body does not does not stop. It's still processing it everything. It's still trying right. to. Well, and they say another thing that happens, and like why some people shit the bed when they're drunk, mm-hmm. is because it does think this is all poison. Drinking also like kind of like basically kills the gut bacteria you have within your intestines. So your <laughs> yeah. intestines would normally be absorbing stuff, but they're like, well, we don't work anymore. Like uh, our our whole staff is gone. <laughs> Like, you know, <laughs> they're drunk, they're gone. So, like, it's all just it's so turning f- into, like, you know, loose stool and diarrhea. And then on top of that, um, whatever muscle is in charge of bowel movements starts contracting more often because mm. it thinks you're, again, it thinks you're poisoned. It's like, well, I got to get this right. stuff out of here post-haste, you know. <laughs> and then you end up shitting the bed. It's so funny. We're talking about the... Uh... The drunk denial is just, is just the mentality that we oh, have. Oh, when you, you wake know, up and as, you've ruined something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was, we talked about it earlier with the vomiting, but I was talking about, like, like I used to be like that with, because uh, like we said, we know some people that pee to bed or shoot, poop to bed all the time, yeah. and I never did that. Yeah. So that was a point of pride. I just like, I just like blindly saying, I just don't do that. My body does not do that. <laughs> not realizing then you hear all this science, like, yeah, you have no choice over yeah. this. This is what your biological. <laughs> so one time I was at my friend's house, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Hunjinsky, I was sleeping on his couch, and then uh, I, 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 peed, I peed his couch, whatever. And um, I think I woke up, and I was just doing my routine. I didn't even check him. I was probably just, you know, and, and he was like, hey, what the fuck? What are you doing? You know, you just <laughs> let this couch like this. I'm like, what happens? Are you pissed on the couch? I'm like, what? No, no way I did that. No, you did. Look, it's right here. And the whole time, I was still looking at this evidence right in front of me. Like, yeah, no, no, that, that's not what I do, though. That is not what I do. Yeah, <laughs> right. like it's like a murder well, or something. Yeah, that's, I'm just not capable of that. That's not the kind of person that my mom raised. Exactly. And he's like, "Well, yeah, it is who you are now. I mean, this is it right <laughs> here." It's like, yeah, I had a, I had a roommate who did the same thing, and he was going through all. The, I think I was sweating a lot. I'm like in that mm-hmm. one area. I know. I'm looking around. And just, what, was there water in these plants? Because I knocked your plants over as well. Because that happened. The things you're going like, no, you through. definitely feed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went through all the things. And eventually, finally, after some convincing, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm open to the possibility that I might have done this. <laughs> you know? I'm open to the possibility that I might have done this. Now, do we have laundry? <laughs> a laundry machine. Do you have a unit in You're going to want there. to flip that cushion. <laughs> yeah, that is um, why you do not, if you have a lot of drunk buddies, uh, never invest in a good couch. I think that's got to be rule number one of your 20s. Do not invest <laughs> in a good couch. You know? Yes, it's going to get very abused, that couch. It's more of a, it's more, I think more of an old fishing boat you're taking out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a... Yeah. Don't own anything that you wouldn't be comfortable (laughs) getting lost to see inside your apartment in your 20s. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, I don't know. Um, CJ, do we have time for this open invite? We may have to save this guy for the next uh, podcast. What do you think? um, I think we don't have time. I guess we could go. Well, let's see. Where are we at here? 
let's do it real. We'll do it real quickly. Cause, yeah, because it's probably not something we want to believe. It. So we're going to end this on an open invite, <laughs> yeah. one of our favorite segments. Yeah. And uh, we're speaking about biological disasters, and we're going to extend an open invite to either this man or the people who found him. The headline here in the Times out of London, drunk man breaks into house, poops in kettle, vomits on floor, yes. and falls asleep on a sofa. <laughs> I like this already. This is something we didn't get to earlier, but we were going to talk about. uh, You know, obviously, going number two is a risky situation. You want you want to be the best possible scenario. Not can't always be. Can't always be, as Jenna Mm -hmm. said. You know, what happens when you scout these bathrooms at? You know, like, oh, this one's not clean mm-hmm. enough. Next you know, it's closed. Next thing it's closed. Now you're going down the line. Next you know, you're inside your car in a leather yeah. jacket. you got to go to the <laughs> first thing that just works. All right? You know, you yes. cannot start being – you're not in a position to be selective at that point in time. Right. Now, this so guy – I don't know many times – Go ahead. Yeah, what were we going to say? I was just going to say, many times we like in dive bars, oh, you know, yeah. the bathrooms are so so suspect. Oh, my God. You know, and any and time I'm like, is there a bathroom to go number two? And I just laugh. Like, it's intentionally this bad so you won't go to the bathroom there. <laughs> yeah, we just want you to <laughs> you leave know? at that point. At that point, we'd prefer <laughs> right. you not be a customer. <laughs> just just take your business elsewhere. We, we used to go to a bar called Wally's, which was on Halstead, which was one of my favorite dive bars in Bridgeport. It was mm-hmm. like on the border of Bridgeport and Pilsen. And it had one of the hilarious, one of the worst. First of all, I love every dive bar when you when you take women there, and like we have a drink or two. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I could. Yeah, this is kind of fun. You know, it's kind of like a time warp. Right. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know, all like right. real well, Chicago Christmas lights. Okay, yeah. yeah. Then they go into the bathroom and they just walk. And they're like, we're leaving. <laughs> they don't even use it. <laughs> There's like that shared towel with like fruit right. flies flying off oh, it. Oh my and- god! Like, the, like I said, some of these dive bars, the women's bathroom would barely passable men's bathrooms in normal places. <laughs> Like we go to, yeah. like that's them catering it with. Eh, we'll put a nice little case over the tissue. Wally's had two urinals, so it wasn't a locked single uh-huh. bathroom. Two urinals, right? It had a toilet with no, um, uh, no door whatsoever. The no to- and the toilet around, was no raised; it. it was like two feet higher than the <laughs> urinal, so you would be up there. I walk in there yeah. one time. It's a throne. It's a throne. <laughs> yeah, dude is reading the <laughs> yeah. sports section, taking a shit yeah. up in that throne. And I just go, oh, sorry. I, you know, I apologize. It wasn't locked. Right. And he goes, yeah, no reason to lock it. And, and he's Come like basically in. inviting me to still. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not yeah. comfortable with this. <laughs> I feel it's very European that, that yeah. way. Like, or just, you know what I mean? I feel like very Irish or Brit- British pubs you now yeah. have the open. Jake's actually, I think, on uh, Clark Street had that word, that no door, no yes. nothing for the toilet. So you just walk in there and you're like, okay, this is what we're doing. You know, I guess we're all we're all in this together kind of a situation, yeah. kind of like a, a drunkard's We're all village. Room, we're all basically. villagers who know each other. <laughs> so this guy had to find a kettle. This guy, fa- now his, I think this to, guy was so drunk, job. he probably had access to a bathroom in this stranger's place, but he was so drunk that he. I mean, yeah, he was in her house. Yeah, he chose the, the tea kettle. But uh, a woman took to Facebook to share pictures of a man on her sofa. The man had left surprises for the family in their kitchen. There was vomit on the floor and poop in the kettle. Now, I should say, this kettle, this is not like an old-fashioned like uh, Roman kettle. This is a tea kettle. This is what you would make mm-hmm. tea at. Like, so she got up and just started making her <laughs> morning routine and making tea. Yeah. There would be a heck of a surprise. <laughs> she said, I thought it was just my imagination, half asleep. Oh, no, this is the husband. I apologize. Uh. I thought I... She said right. that she thinks there's someone in the in the room. He goes, I thought it was just her yeah. imagination, half asleep. I told her to go back to bed. So I just go back to bed. So she tells him we have an intruder in the house. He goes, that's your imagination. Go back to bed. 
<laughs> I love the dismissive. That, that's just your imagination. You're imagining a human being being down there. Yeah, there's little, no reason to look into girl. that, <laughs> right. honey. Go back to bed. You should be able to sleep fine. I've told you it's your imagination. <laughs> Anyhow, I go down to make a cup of tea and breakfast around seven. Turns out there is a man. (laughs) He's talking to himself downstairs. I heard about you. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a Uh, a Someone who claimed to be the person in the post. I don't know if it's true or not, but somebody did reply to the Facebook post. Sorry, guys. Had the most mental bender on the weekend. Still can't see straight. Oh, man, there's no way. There's no way he'd be that quick to be an apology. Oof, my bad on that one. <laughs> you know, vomiting on the floor, open vomiting on the floor. That's what's amazing to me, too. Like, that takes a lot of uh, almost skill to drop that uh, bowel movement into the po- into the tea kettle. Yes. You know, you're yes. threading a needle, and, and then at that point, I, be- I bet it was same time. You know what? I bet it was. I bet it was the same time situation. Oh yes, he was doing that and then vomit because then vomiting. Sometimes I don't. That the one will trigger the other. Yes, that is know? correct. Um, I remember. I remember a story. Actually, Kyle Kinane did that. In my old. Yeah, old I, I garden, was there that garden night. Li- garden of Lincoln apartment. He came out and we're like, "Oh, you're already leaving." <laughs> Yeah, he's like, my car's here, gotta go. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, Batman. Where you, where you go? You were just in that bathroom for like 20 minutes. We heard noises, and he go in there. There was bad things everywhere, you know. And like he threw, up, he threw up in the tub. And I remember the line. I'm like, Jesus, Kyle, like you, you threw up in our tub. Like, why don't you at least use the use the toilet? He goes, because I was shitting at the time. <laughs> okay, the like in disgust with me. Like, why would I even ask that question? The accusation <laughs> that I would just maliciously. <laughs> defile your bathtub for no reason whatsoever. I do not appreciate right. those kind of character assassinations. Now, good day, sir. I'll be hailing a cab on Lincoln Avenue. I'm like, now let's, let's bring the shop back in there or something. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, uh, any of our listeners, uh, lately we've been asking you to tell us our stories. Tell us if you have any bathroom accidents, um, what your secrets <laughs> yeah, are, absolutely. what your tell secrets you- are for cleaning them up, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And if anyone knows uh, the drunk man who vomited. Oh, yeah. And if we can find that guy, maybe we'll try to find this old Facebook uh, post and reach out to the guy who claims it's him. Uh, That'd be a good way to get in touch with him. (laughs) Buddy, I don't know when you're going to be in Chicago next. That's what I mean. This this sounds like, where was this then? England? It was. It was in England, yes. Because you could tell, but yeah, but the language was in England, and I feel like over there, like cops weren't even called. It's just like I do love that about England. It's just like it's like waking up and finding like a like a rodent in your house or something like that. No, no need to make a big deal out of this. (laughs) But it's time for you to shoot now. My apologies, (laughs) milady. I see I've defiled your floor. Might want to clean that kettle before you put tea on. Oh, but anyway, that's going to do it for today's Blackout Diaries. Again, thank you to Jenna Nixon for the yes. hilarious story. Um, every Friday, the live show Blackout every Diaries Friday, show 10 live. p.m. at the Lincoln Lodge. Buy your tickets in advance. We've been packed lately, but have a great show. Yeah. Come by. Um, I will also be at the Comedy Bar the next uh, three Wednesdays uh, for my show around the book, Places I Can't Return to. What do you got going on? And then buy that book online, Places I Can't Return to, on Amazon or wherever books are yes. sold. What do you got going on, CJ? For sure. Well, I'm a road dates don't start till January, but I, I'm uh let's see, this will be out next week. So I have my other podcast, Bottom Line Bombs on the NFL, on the Sports Game Podcast, and I'm going to do picks with bits. I'm going to Vegas to actually do a, a TV spot for Nice. 
on Visa all night. It's like it's an all. It's a twenty-four hour gambling network called Visin. Uh, Brent <clears throat> Musburger is like involved with it, whatever. But they do just, and the gambling shows are hilarious on there. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, gamblers are hilarious. I mean, they are like like, they are naturally Mm -hmm. hilarious. Now, I think if they're actually trying to be funny and trying to be a comedian, it won't work. It's all just terrible street jokes. But when they're just being themselves, they are so funny. Absolutely, and these guys, yeah, it's a combination of them. They're, they're announcing like, <laughs> kind of like racetrack announcers, like horse racetrack announcers, but uh, but talking about then they'll throw pop culture and now white lotus. They're telling me about white lotus. I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's terrible. I don't know what people are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be a fun situation. That'll be great. You could, uh, All right. Yeah, f- and then uh, follow us all online. Like and subscribe to this and write reviews. You right? Write reviews. We need thing. reviews. Five star. We reviews need five too. star. If you're not going to give us five, don't bother. I- all right. Yeah, I got, like, I we're got like a, a dive bar. <laughs> Don't take a shit in our dive bar, okay? We need right. five star reviews, okay? I should mention that I got a one star review for my other podcast. Yeah. I was just talking about. Well, you know? it's probably because guy- he took your gambling voice and didn't get money, right? <laughs> It was. It wasn't even that. I don't even know what it was. It's kind of funny, but it was. Like, it was kind of accurate. You know, it was like this. He was like, this guy just blabs. He's like, he's like, <laughs> what do you think podcasts like, are? I I know, I know. He's like, he's like, maybe there's, there's some analysis in there. He's like, uh, he's like, but I just heard of. He just went off about an elevator experience or something like that. <laughs> like, he, he thinks it's funny. I'm like, well, he's kind of. I will give CJ some five star reviews for uh, bottom line bombs too. We got to bring that up. Hey, I don't mind. You know, there's troll. There's fans who want to be con- who want attention, want to be converted. You know, yep. it's like like Stern. Yep. Stern's Stern's haters want, listen even more than these lovers do. Because I want to hear what it Yep, is. you got it, buddy. I don't know. What All right, is. we will be back next week. Like and subscribe. <laughs> there you go. A podcast network.